in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Welcome to the CEO Raider podcast. It's your host, John Mayetta. If you like this podcast, subscribe at Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating while you're there. I wanted to talk a bit about healthcare IT. I wrote a piece back in December, I believe it was, about the healthcare IT industry, and I talked about how Apple, I thought, was well-positioned. I still believe is well-positioned to roll up the healthcare IT space, particularly from the perspective of EMR, so, uh, electronic electronic medical records. Um, Apple has you know sort of the ubiquitous device in, in the iPhone, and rather than build an EMR from, from scratch, why not acquire one of the leading vendors in the space? And my thought is that a lot of the, the, the data, the patient data, the, the HIPAA-regulated patient data that exists in the world is, is stored on these EMR platforms, particularly in North America. Uh, the, the two leading players are Cerner and Epic. Cerner, ticker symbol C-E-R-N, is public. Epic is private. And there's a, a third player. In this, I mean, there are a number of platforms, but those are the two leading guys far and away. And there's another public company in Boston called Athena Health that was founded in the late 90s, went public, I want to say in 07, uh, when I was a banker. Uh, they, they went public when I covered the software space. I was a, a, a junior guy at the time, wasn't focused on them, but knew of them. Uh, Jonathan Bush, cousin to George W. Bush, is the, the founder and CEO of that company, very passionate CEO. Um, they've had a, a fair amount of turnover at the top since their IPO over the years. And I think it stems around Jonathan is a, a, a strong, opinionated leader and not an operator. And I think they've struggled a little bit to find a strong operator to complement Jonathan, um, which is fine. Some people are more visionary. Some people are more operations folks. Uh, everybody excels in different areas. I, I, I don't like the fact that Athena went out and hired uh, former GE CEO Jeff Emol to be their chairman. Um, you know, Someone who's looking for high-profile opportunities, I, I think he was told no at Uber and allowed him to, they, they allowed him to save face. Uh, and he, quote-unquote, you know, backed out of the process. I don't think he withdrew. I think he was told no. And what Athena needs at the chairman level, I would argue, is a strong operator, not somebody who can shake hands and smile. I think Jeff Emalt is sort of the, the polar opposite. As I've said a number of times in this podcast, you had a super strong operator as CEO of General Electric prior to Jeff Emalt, Jack Welsh. Whereas Emalt is sort of a non-operator. Is he a, a strategy guy? Don't know, but he's certainly not an operator. So I think uh, Athena Health stumbled in bringing him on board to the, the chairmanship position, and they should have went out and found an operator, a, a, a merit-based hire who was an operator. Forget the name, forget the, uh, the, the, the cachet that comes with hiring a, a Jeff Emalt, but find somebody who can actually add value. Find somebody who brings more value to the equation than their paycheck. So Apple, I think, has an opportunity to go out and execute an M&A transaction in the EMR space. If I were them, I would look at Cerner and Epic. Uh, Cerner is still led by, their found, by its founder. Or rather, I'm sorry, Epic is still led by its founder. Cerner went out and just hired a CEO a couple of months ago. Former co-founder CEO Neil Patterson unfortunately passed away in, in July of 17. When you lose a strong co-founder CEO, that's usually a good time for a company to transition. 
whether it's just the, the next phase of, of managers that come through and, and lead the company or uh, whether it's selling the company. Those are you know the, the, two, the two obvious paths. And I'd like to see Cerner get acquired by Apple. I think by Cerner being public, it has the discipline around financial processes and it would be, be much easier to conduct due diligence if you're Apple, given that Cerner's public, their financials are out there, uh, public company guidance is out there. Um, you don't have to implement financial processes to tighten up uh, gap reporting and such because they're already compliant. So in acquiring Cerner, if you're Apple, you would have access to that EMR patient data. So you'd have the patient data on the back end. If you're Apple, you can leverage much of what Cerner has developed in terms of the EMR itself, the, the piece that would be both patient-facing as well as uh, the, the, the piece that faces the, the, the docs. And that's where you could add value, frankly, if you're, if you're Apple. Uh, oftentimes, the, 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 the power of an application isn't so much the data, although we've, we value data highly as acquirers and uh, analysts and bankers and such. But from a selling standpoint, the power, the ability to win a competitive deal when you're selling a piece of software oftentimes resides in uh, the user interface, the user experience, the user interface that's easiest to use, that has the least amount of friction from a user standpoint, that's simple, that's elegant. That's usually the interface that's going to win the day in a, in a sale process. And if you're, if you're Apple, that's where you could spend some time and effort and dollars around making Cerner's UI the most elegant and frictionless of, of all in that EMR space. And so now you have the front end, you have the back end. And now Apple Health, there's some real substance behind Apple's quote-unquote Apple Health Initiative. Now, I think another interesting one would be Athena for the fact that you know the, the, they may not be a, a willing seller, but the stock really hasn't done anything since 2014. It kind of spent 2014 trailing downwards, and then it's been flat since then. Um, again, I think Jonathan Bush is a strong entrepreneur, but I don't know that he has any strong operators around him. And again, I don't think the board's terribly strong. So to me, that one seems like it's a, it's a weak target. And if you wanted to go after it, you could pick it off. This is Athena Health now. A-T-H-N is the, the ticker symbol. And they have a, an EMR product. Now, that's not to say that Apple's the only potential acquirer. I think if you're uh, Athena, and look, I... We have no idea where the board's head is, but if an exit is an option that they talk about regularly at, at board meetings, then companies they may want to consider would be Apple, for one. I think McKesson would be another logic, logical acquirer of, of Athena Health. I think Cerner would be another logical acquirer of Athena Health. Um, I think Verisk is another one that could potentially acquire Athena. I think if you're Athena, you could potentially merge with a company like like Allscripts. So I think there's a, the whole, a whole host of options in the healthcare IT space. Uh, I think it's a space that's going to be very fluid. Not only do you have a number of the healthcare providers and the health insurance companies uh, merging and trying to get scale as, as everybody tries to uh, mitigate the, the, the risk to the profit line that's associated with the various perverse uh, government regulations that exist in this space and make it very difficult to maintain uh, healthy margins. And while the provider side and the insurance side uh, emerging one, one another, I, I think it's also a good time for uh, the healthcare technology providers, the healthcare IT vendors to 
to accelerate the the M&A that's taken place over the years. Um, if you look back, I feel like it was 2006, 2007, around that time frame, we had a number of healthcare IT providers, particularly in the revenue cycle management space, that, that talked about going public. Many of them ended up merging with one another. And these are companies anywhere from probably 10, 20 million in revenue up to maybe 100 million in revenue. But now I, I feel like it's, it's time, a decade later, it's time for the next wave. We have some of these public companies and larger private companies, and these would be companies you know, anywhere in the rev range of, of let's call it a couple hundred million to a couple billion. Uh, it, it's time for that mid-tier, some of these mid-cap companies, I think, to get rolled up. And at the end of the day, you would have the McKessons of the world. You would have uh, Cerner and or Epic until whether it's an Apple or one of the other platform guys, perhaps an Amazon, perhaps even one of the older the version one of the platform guys, Oracle, SAP, one of those companies in the enterprise software space could certainly step in and decide they want to build out this vertical. So I just feel like it's a good time to make some of this happen. Stock prices are off a little bit. Interest rates are ticking up a little bit. There's volatility in the market. And if your stock has worked since the financial downturn of 2008, 2009, maybe now's a good time to get a full exit through M&A. But if you're Apple, again, as a, as a consumer tech company, I think the healthcare IT space, where it's been to date largely an enterprise technology space, if you're Apple, now's a good time to consumerize the healthcare IT industry and leverage what others have built and fold that into your product portfolio and leverage it across your consumer customer base. If you're Apple, you've already built the network Companies like Cerner have built the infrastructure, if you will, with their EMR systems. And now you could push out that infrastructure layer, if you're Apple, to the different endpoints, meaning customers who own your iPhones. And again, you can sort of focus your investment on uh, making the user interface super simple, easy to use, frictionless, and beef up security to the extent that that needs to happen. See you all next time.